Welcome to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast. We hope and pray the following message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at nlcclancaster.com. John chapter 3, starting with verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that you do except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto Nicodemus, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto Jesus, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and you hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus answered and said unto them, How can these things be? And so the wind bloweth. Where it listeth. And you hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell where it's coming from, and you can't tell where it's going. So is every person born of the Spirit. And I love verse 9 Nicodemus answered and said to Jesus, How can these things be? I want to answer that question with this title of thought today. The four winds, the four winds, and you may be seated. The wind is frequently used in the Word of God as a metaphor for some spiritual truth. When the phrase wind or four winds are mentioned in the Bible, It's usually in reference to some remarkable, unusual, extraordinary event. Sometimes it's even relating to a devastating event. According to the Word of God, the four winds are the east wind, the south wind, the west wind, and the north wind. Each of these winds play a vital role in serving as a messenger relating to the Spirit of God. You will find oft times mentioned throughout the Holy Writ from beginning to end about the four spirits of God. And we can relate to not only the four spirits of God, but to the four winds And the Lord uses the natural to describe the spiritual. So according to the word of God today, we're going to go into the winds of the earth. 
the east wind. Let's talk about that for a moment. The east wind played a vital role in the story when Israel crossed through the Red Sea. Let me remind you of that story by reading Exodus chapter 14. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And the Lord caused the sea to go back. How? By a strong east wind all that night. And made the sea dry land and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left hand. In other words, the east wind brought a tremendous victory for Israel inasmuch as it pushed back the waters of the Red Sea and dried up the ground so Israel could make their exodus from the land of bondage. Then the east wind ceased blowing, causing the waters to collapse upon the armies of the Egyptians, destroying them all. So we see the power of the east wind. When the Word of God talks to us about the south wind, the only time it is mentioned in your Old Testament is in the book of Job. And we know the story of Job. He lost his wealth, his health, his children, his wife, his friends. It seemed as if Satan had the upper hand in the midst of all the turmoil and chaos and mayhem that Job was up against. But in the midst of all the chaos... Suddenly, there was a south wind that began to blow. A south wind that the Lord God sent for Job's benefit. The south wind brought peace, tranquility, harmony, and calmness in the midst of immeasurable loss. Listen to Job 37, 16. Dost thou know the balancing of the clouds? The wondrous works of him which is perfect in knowledge. Look at what Job is saying. God balances things out in our life. God brings balance to the clouds or to the storms. His knowledge is perfect. And then in verse 17, how the garments are warm. When he quieteth the earth by the south wind. Job was saying, in the midst of all of my loss, in the midst of all of the chaos that I'm up against, the Lord sent a south wind. And with the south wind came peace, understanding, tranquility, a quietness. Job talked about that quietness in Job 34, 29. And I love this. When he giveth quietness, this is directed to you, adversary. This is directed to the one that's trying to bring chaos into my life. When God gives me quietness, when God brings the south wind blowing into my life, who then can make trouble? I just want the enemy to know that God is in this house. Not only with an east wind that will push back the, the waters of the Red Sea and give us exodus out of our problems, but he's also the God that in the midnight hour, a south wind can blow from the Holy Ghost and God can bring peace and tranquility. And the question is, the question is when he giveth quietness, who can make trouble? When he hideth his face, 
Who then can behold him? Whether it be done against a nation or against a man only, Job was saying, not only for Israel, but for me as an individual, God knows exactly what I have need of. He will send a south wind. I say today in this church on this Sunday morning that God's will for New Life Christian Center is to push back the waters of the Red Sea and give us exodus out of all of the chaos and bondage that we have been wrapped up with. And it's also God's will on this Sunday morning to send a south wind. He wants to bring peace in the midst of the storm. He wants to bring a touch of the Holy Spirit of God upon your life. Somebody here today, God's going to touch. Somebody God's going to heal. Someone today, God's going to deliver. I declare it in the name of Jesus. There is an east wind that is blowing and there is a south wind that is blowing and there's a peace of God. Paul wrote to the Roman church and said this in 1513, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And then there's the west wind, the west wind. Oh yes, Exodus 10, 19. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind. Oh, I wish I could preach a little bit about that west wind today. He sent a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. There remaineth not one locust in all the coast of Egypt. Let me just talk about the locust for a moment and how this plays into the west wind. A swarm of locusts can devastate crops and cause major agricultural damage, which can lead and has in our earth and our world. It can lead to famine and starvation. Oh yes, the locusts. Locusts occur in many parts of the world and they are one of the most destructive things a farmer will face in all regions of the earth. But from a biblical perspective today, we are facing the spirit of a locust. A spirit that is bent on causing devastation, damage and destruction to our society. I call it the spirit of the age. I declare it is the spirit of iniquity. We know it as the spirit of the Antichrist. Call it what you will and rest assured that no matter how powerful the enemy may come across, the Lord Jesus Christ has all authority over the spirit of darkness that you might be dealing with today. And God can speak to that locust and that spirit and cause a strong west wind of the Holy Ghost to blow everything out of your life that has come against you from the enemy. God wants to set you free. God wants to deliver you today. There's a west wind that's blowing today. I declare to you that if you are a victim of an evil spirit, hallelujah, and it almost seems as if in this day, the enemy is using everything our world is going through right now with coronavirus and with all these viruses that we're facing. He's using that to discourage people, to bring despondency. But I'm declaring today there's a west wind blowing and devil is going to blow you right out of here. You have no authority at New Life Christian Center. You have no authority in my home, my marriage, my 
job. You have no authority. God's going to, I feel a west wind is coming right now to blow the adversary out of here. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Let the west wind blow. God, let the west wind blow. If you are the injured party due to some spiritual iniquity, let the west wind blow. If you have suffered loss because of Satan's devices, let the west wind blow. If you have been wounded by the locusts or the spirit of the age, let the west wind blow. And here's what happens. Here's what happens when the west wind begins to blow for you this morning in this house of worship. That's why we're calling you back to the altar in just a moment. We're believing that God is going to allow the Holy Ghost to blow into this house. I've got news for you. I cannot do this on my own. You cannot do this on your own. The church cannot do this on their own. But when the Holy Ghost wind begins to blow in this house, all things are possible when the Holy Ghost begins to move among his people on a Sunday morning and somebody say amen and somebody clap your hands under the Lord and declare it to be so that the Holy Ghost is going to move today. The west wind, let it blow. Let the west wind blow upon you this morning. Let the west wind blow upon this church, O God. And here's why it's so important. Joel chapter 2 and verse 25. The Lord God spoke through the prophetic words of Joel. And this is what God said. And this is a word for someone in this house today. I may not be preaching to everybody today, but I'm preaching to somebody. And the west wind is in this room. And the west wind is going to blow upon your situation. And the locust the enemy sent to destroy you and discourage you and cause you to back down and cause you to back out. The Holy Ghost is here to send a west wind that's going to blow that spirit out of this house and out of your mind and out of your spirit and restore you to the things that God has ordained for you to have. Listen to Joel chapter 2. And this is what God is saying to someone in this house today. And I will restore to you. Restoration is coming. Hallelujah. I said restoration is coming. Deliverance is coming. A healing is coming. I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. And the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great enemy that I sent among you. Listen to Exodus again, chapter 10 and verse 19. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. Devil, I'm giving you fair notice. You are going into a sea, but it's not the Red Sea. Hallelujah. It is a sea of fire and damnation. Hallelujah. The devil doesn't have a very good future. And when he reminds you of your past, remind him of his future and tell that locust to get out of your life. I wish somebody would speak to the locust. I wish someone would speak to the adversary and say, get thee behind me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Get thee behind me. I'm going forward in Jesus name. The north wind. We talked about the east wind that pushed back 
the waters and made a way of escape. We talked about the south wind that brings tranquility and peace from Almighty God. And we know about the west wind that will send your adversary out of your life. And then there is the north wind. Oh, thank God for the north wind. North represents heaven in scripture. And the north wind represents the spirit of God that brings renewal, revival, refreshing, and notwithstanding the spirit of regeneration. And that's why the wise man Solomon penned these words in the Song of Solomon chapter 4 and verse 16. He said, awake, O north wind, and come thou south. Blow upon my garden that the spices thereof may flow out and let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. It's a heavenly wind. The Lord Jesus Christ is here today. My prayer today is Lord, let the north wind blow upon my garden that I might be revived restored, renewed, regenerated. Come on, somebody. Start asking God today. Hallelujah. God, I need the east wind. I got to get out of Egypt. I need the south wind. I need the peace of God. I need, Lord, the west wind to blow my enemy out of here. And then God let the north wind come and fill my soul. Hallelujah. Until the spices thereof can flow out. And somebody said, amen. Amen. Now, those are the four winds. Woo. My question on this Sunday morning is what in the world happens when all four winds are blowing in your favor at the same time? What happens when the four winds begin to blow? Shall we all stand? Ezekiel said, to, no, no, no. Let me preach this sermon, will you please? Shall we all stand, Ezekiel said, to a bunch of dead, dry bones? Notice, let all you dead, dry bones can be seated. Not time to get up yet. Shall we all stand? And not one bone stood. It goes like this. Y'all are great. It goes like this, Ezekiel 37, the hand of the Lord was upon me. He carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. He set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones and caused me to pass them round about and behold, they were very many in an open valley and lo, they were very dry. And the Lord said to me, Ezekiel, here's my question. Can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord God, only you know. And he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Let me just say this. God alone holds the answer to every hopeless situation in this house of worship this morning. And for those who are watching online, listen to the question the Lord asked of Ezekiel. Son of man, 
can these bones live? Knowing that they're beyond life, Ezekiel just kicked it back to the Lord and said, you know. From man's perspective, the only possible answer that could come from Ezekiel's lips was this. Life for these bones, impossible. These bones are dead. There is no way these bones can live again. It's absurd to suppose that these dead, dry, bleached out bones could ever live again. Impossible. However, under these circumstances, I say don't underestimate the power of the four winds. When God starts asking questions, don't forget that it was God who asked the question, can these bones live? And when God starts asking you questions about your impossible situation, you've said it's impossible. This will never, there is no answer. There is no way out. Some of you have said that in the midst of all that we're going through. But I say to you on this Sunday morning, when God starts asking you, can these bones live? Is there a way out of your situation? Watch out because the word of God declares with God, nothing shall be impossible. Somebody clap your hands under the Lord and thank him that nothing, nothing shall be impossible. So here it is. Ezekiel 37 and nine. Hallelujah. It goes like this. The, the first time Ezekiel said, shall we all stand? Not one bone stood. And Ezekiel said something like this in your Bible. Lord, perhaps if these bones could speak, what would they say? And God said to Ezekiel, if these bones could speak, this is what they would say. Our bones are dry and our hope is lost. And Ezekiel said, well, I believe that's where I'll take my text. I know that you are nothing more than scattered bones in a valley. And I know that if you could talk, you would say our bones are dry and our hope is lost. But I come today to tell you that even though your bones are dry and your hope is lost, God, with him nothing is impossible. And the supernatural can take place. And while he was preaching about hope, the bones came together. And now he's got skeletons laying out there. I had a feeling the skeletons were a little scarier than the bones scattered. Now you've got a bunch of skeletons because the bones came together. And he said, shall we all stand? And not one skeleton stood. And he began to preach again. And when he preached, the sinew came upon those bones. He preached again and the flesh came upon the sinew. And now he has bodies that have come together and the flesh has come back. And now all of a sudden he steps back in a wonderful position. And that position is this, God, 
I've done everything I can do. I've obeyed you and you brought the bones together. I listened and obeyed you and the sinew has come back. I listened to your word and preached it and flesh has come back. I'm telling somebody right now, you've already made your start. You're already reaching out. God's already putting it back together. The sinew's already coming back. The flesh is already, there's a revival coming in the name of Jesus and God's going to bring it. Hallelujah. And we are in a great position when we've done everything that we can do and we step back and say, God, I've done all I can do. Can I preach to you when you've taught your Sunday school class? When you preached your sermon, when you sang your song, when you prayed your prayer, when you fasted your fast, when you've done everything that you can do, it's a beautiful position to be in, to step back with Ezekiel and say, God, we've done everything we can do. Now we need you because that's when God is going to orchestrate the four winds to come to where you are. And when the wind blows, it's going to bring life back to you. Here it is, Ezekiel 37 and 9. And he said, Woo, unto me, prophesy. Ezekiel, you've got it all put together now. Now it's time for you to prophesy. I want you to preach one more time. I'm preaching to somebody right now that's getting ready to come to this altar. And when you do, I want you to speak to the wind. When you come to the altar for your healing, for salvation, when you come to this altar for deliverance, I want you to speak to the wind. The Lord said, hallelujah to Ezekiel, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man, say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come, woo, come from the four winds O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. Come on, somebody. Prophesy today to the east wind and watch God roll back the Red Sea and give you a way out of what you thought you could not get out of. You had an enemy behind you and a mountain on both sides and God said speak to the west or speak to the wind, the east wind and watch me make a way out of no way. I'm telling you somebody today is going to speak to the east wind on this Sunday morning and God's going to roll back here in the name of Jesus. God's going to roll back some red seas for somebody and you're going to walk across on dry land. The devil's a liar and the father of it and I speak a word of prophecy right now that if you'll speak to the east wind. God's going to make a way out and life is going to come back to you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone here today, I see Ezekiel speak to the east wind and then to the south wind. Hallelujah. The question was, the statement was, if these bones could live, what would they say? And God said, if these bones could speak, they would say our hope is lost. Can I tell somebody today? Is there anybody here that would just be honest and say, you know, pastor, there's been times when my hope was just gone. Besides me. A few of you. My hope's gone. I'll tell you this coronavirus, it'll challenge your hope. <sighs> Everything we're going through. ABC News said this morning that one out of five people have the virus in America right now. I'm ready for it to go. Hallelujah. That's not my message, but in the midst of all of that, 
chaos and confusion. And you know what God said he's going to do? I'm going to send an east wind and make a dry path for you to get out of this bondage. And I'm going to bring a south wind and the peace of God that passeth understanding is going to keep you in the midst of the trial. Oh, somebody ought to say praise God right there. That'd be a great place for an insert for something like I believe that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That'd be a good place for, oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The west wind is going to blow. And when it does, when the west wind blows, watch out because the adversary, the locusts are going to be driven out. The north wind is going to come with renewal and revival and refreshing and regeneration. And all of a sudden Ezekiel is saying, thus saith the Lord, say to the wind, to the four winds of the earth, oh, breathe on us. And I say today, God, let the east, north, south, west wind blow upon New Life Christian Center. And watch what happened. Ezekiel said, shall we stand? And they all stood when the wind began to blow because it it brings life. It brings life. It brings life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speak the word. Somebody say, speak the word. Why? Because the word of God, according to Hebrews 4, 12, the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the divided asunder of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Preach the word. What are you going to do this morning? Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm your pastor, and this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come to the altar, and when I get to the altar, I'm going to say, come on, east wind, blow. Woo! I see the Red Sea parting. Hallelujah. On this Sunday morning, I see a south wind blowing. Somebody needs peace that passeth understanding. I see the west wind blowing every locust out of this place. And I see a south wind blowing from heaven. It's a north wind blowing that brings south to us a powerful move of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. How do you know that, Pastor? Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, let me close with two things. I don't have time. It's time to come on. It's time. I I could preach another hour. I promise you. I'm only on page eight of about 12 pages. And, but I'm, I'm finished because I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost drawing people. The Holy Ghost is going to touch somebody. So here's, here's what I want you to know. That when the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, 1 through 4, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly... Mm. Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. Mm. A sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. I'm just telling you, come on north wind. Come on south wind. Come on east wind. Come on west wind. Blow upon our gardens that the spices thereof may flow out. The Holy Ghost. The wind of the Holy Ghost. Nicodemus. You must be born again. How does that happen? Do, uh, do I enter my mother's womb? No, 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 no. That which is born of the flesh, it is flesh. 
But that which is born of the Spirit, it is Spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth. And you hear the sound thereof. And I know you can't tell where it's coming from or where it's going. And on this Sunday morning, I'm telling you right now that the same Holy Ghost wind that blew in the upper room is in this house right now. And it can bring to life. It can bring hope. It can bring peace. It can bring the destruction of the enemy that's trying to destroy you. He meant it for evil. God meant it for good. He's going to turn your situation around. Come on, north wind. Come on, south wind. Come on, east wind. Come on, west wind, and blow upon my garden that the spices can flow out. Whew. Now, when I found this, I got to get over to it. When I found this, I shouted in my library at home. I shouted. This is so powerful. I jumped over a lot of things to bring you to this point. And I want you to remember this. Jesus is coming back. Listen, listen to me today. Please listen to me. Turn your eyes toward the eastern horizon. Jesus is coming back. And let me just tell you, you need to repent of your sins. Jesus is coming back. You need to be baptized in his name. Why? Jesus is coming back. You need to be filled with his spirit, with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. Why? Jesus is coming back. Woo! You know Matthew chapter 24. What shall be the sign of thy coming in the end of the year? There'll be pestilence and this and that and the other and all of that. Remember that? The question asked by the disciples of Jesus, when, when are you, when, when's the end of all of this going to wrap up? And after Jesus spoke to them about all of those things, this is what he said about us here on this January 3rd, 2022. This is what he is saying about us. The rapture generation. Do you know, I believe, I believe with all of my heart, this is the rapture generation. I believe Jesus Christ is coming back soon. And this is the rapture generation. Keep your eye on the eastern horizon. He's coming back. Listen, Matthew 24, 31. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds. From one end of earth or from one end of heaven to the other. In other words, he was saying the four winds which have sustained my people. The four winds which have sustained my church. I sent an east wind to help them. A west wind, a south wind, a north wind. 
The wind from the four corners of the earth that has sustained them through every trial and every test and every tribulation and every challenge and every devil that's come against them. Those, my people, the elect, my elect, the wind that kept them is the wind that's going to catch them away. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in you, it's going to quicken these mortal bodies. And this mortality is going to put on immortality. And this corruption is going to put in on incorruption. Come on, somebody, let the four winds blow today and watch God make a way out of no way. You've got to speak to it. Somebody here today, I'm, I'm inviting you in just a moment to come to the altar and maybe you need to speak to the east wind because you feel like you are in bondage. That you're in bondage and there's no way out of your Egypt. Well, I'm telling you, if you'll speak to the wind, God will blow an east wind that'll make a way. Come on, somebody. Make a way for you to get out. A bondage. How many of you have, how many of you could be honest and say, Pastor, I was in bondage. I was a slave to sin. I was wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in the devil's world. But I remember when the east wind blew. Woo! And I remember walking on dry ground. And I remember when I came out on the other side and looked back at all of my sins were following me. And the east wind stopped blowing and the water collapsed on them and they were destroyed. Get your tambourine out, Miriam. It's time to worship. Our sins are behind us. God's made a way. Someone needs to speak to the east wind today and watch God make a dry path for you to get out of your bondage. Is there anybody here that believes God can take you out and change your life? Do it. I know. I know that some will come today and speak to the east wind. And I also know that there's somebody here today. You need the peace of God. And you just need the south wind to blow a quietness on your soul. You've, 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 just, you've just had all that you can take. And God, I just need you. I need you to step into my world. So I'm going to speak to the south wind. Some of you look around and you're, you're seeing all kinds of things that, that's devouring you, devouring your faith, devouring your walk with God, devouring your position in God. The locust is everywhere. I say today, come to this altar and speak to the west wind and watch God blow every spirit of iniquity, spirit of the adversary, spirit of, a, of, of the antichrist out of your life. The Bible says there was not one locust left on the coast of Egypt. Whew. North wind. Some of you need to speak to the north wind. You need revived. You need the Holy Ghost for the first time. You need God to speak through you. Come on, north wind. Awake, O oh north wind, and come thou south. Blow upon my garden that the spices thereof can flow out. And when we as a church, I know there's a lot of challenges today. There's a lot of confusion today. The enemy's doing his best to destroy today. But when we as a church come together in these altars this morning, and we've got some that are speaking to the east wind, some that are speaking to the south wind, 
some that are speaking to the west wind and some that are speaking to the north wind. When we start speaking, the wind starts blowing. And when it does, the Holy Ghost can do more in five seconds than we can do in an eternity. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the NLCC Lancaster Podcast.